Hello, I'm Kendra Von Esch, and you are listening to my 10-minute daily podcast, Reality Reflections. I bought into what this world said would make me happy. Money, prestige, power. And hey, if it feels good, do it, because life is stressful, so party hard. Do whatever makes you happy. But that didn't quite work out, because I felt even more insecure, full of fear, shame, and anxiety, and never, ever good enough. Then God found me and flipped my reality upside down and transformed my life. And I want this for everyone. So I left my executive career to help others find true acceptance, supernatural peace, joy, and love that only comes from a relationship with God. Here is my reality reflection for today. What a wild ride life is. Yes, I was able to get home safely, probably an hour and a half delay. I got to the airport super early. You heard yesterday I was in the United Club. I was so grateful to God for having one last pass. But I'm going to tell you, I typically take full, full advantage of the United Club. Why? Because stuff is free. (laughs) I mean, it's sad, but many of us have that mentality. It's free, so let's eat and drink and take advantage of all of it. For example, there was Prosecco and wine and beer on tap. There were mixed drinks. There was a cappuccino machine, every kind of tea that you could ever imagine. There was a bagel buffet, a bunch of muffins, and little, you know, sausage, egg, cheese, McMuffin thingies. Everything, I mean, anything you could have possibly wanted. Some fruit, some other things, nuts, granola, yogurt. And usually... Honestly, before God found me, whether or not I had a meeting, it didn't really matter. I would have been drinking. I would have had a Prosecco. Maybe I would have put some orange juice in it and made it seem more okay because it was a mimosa. (laughs) I mean, this was my logic. This was how life was. And still, when I go into the United Club, I will take advantage but I won't be a complete glutton of myself. And I won't drink when I'm about ready to go speak. So yesterday, not having anything to do, stuck in a place for hours, I could have totally taken advantage of everything that was sitting in that room. But I had tea, water, and a bag of tea. Not even lemon, no milk, just tea. And there was something powerful about it. I'm going to do a video. I'm going to finish a video. Yesterday, I did a video after I got home, and somehow the whole back end got cut off. So I'm going to add to it. Keep an eye out for YouTube. I'll get into it a little bit more. But it was amazing when we don't allow our past habits and our past mistakes and our past 
temptations rule us in the present day, there is victory. Victory. I'm sure my husband was like, oh boy, she's in the United Club. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait to see what kind of shape she's going to be in when I pick her up. Mm -mm. He actually was surprised. He said, you didn't eat anything in there? And I said, no, I'm fasting. That was my deal. So the night before, I was in Atlanta. I'm at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. I'm at a speaking event. I don't actually eat at the dinner. I go back to my room. They pack me up cake. They pack me up mashed potatoes, creamed spinach, and my steak. I didn't know they packed all that for me. I get back to my room, and I could have easily had the cake, the mashed potatoes, the cream of spinach, but I didn't. I ate the meat, and I had a little leftover salad, so I took that out of the refrigerator in the hotel room, and I downed that. And I felt like, okay, this is good. And then I actually worked out because I didn't, not a lot, but I worked my body. I moved it. I stretched it. It wasn't like a big workout, but it was something where I knew laying down in bed, my body was going to be doing something with that food that I just dumped in it. It was 1030 at night. And my deal with myself was, look, tomorrow we're starting. We're going intermittent fasting, and you won't eat until dinner. And then I'm in the <laughs> and then I'm in my place of gluttony, you know, and I can't, not can't. Gosh, I wish I didn't even say that word because I never felt deprived. It wasn't like I said, I can't. I won't. It was a choice. So while I'm sitting in there, I'm like, I'm not going to have any of this stuff. Because I know that that sausage that's in that sandwich is totally processed and has a bunch of nitrites. I'm eating keto, so half the stuff is off the table anyway. All of those muffins and bagels and fruit. And I'm not going to go into the cappuccino machine because I want some... If I'm going to go, I want some heavy whipping cream in my coffee, not high sugar milk or whatever else is in that machine. And then the alcohol. It's seven o'clock in the morning. (laughs) I don't need a mimosa. And the mimosa would have sugar in it. And the wine or the alcohol, if it's not a spirit, meaning if it's not like a hard alcohol, is going to have some sugar in it. So it wasn't going to match with my deal with myself, my commitment that I was going to fast until dinner. Got on the plane, had a little wave of hunger, and it lasted 30 seconds. Let it go through. Didn't order anything but tea on the plane either, and then made it all the way through until, what, 5.30? Had one vodka with three olives, and then I ate the three olives fast. (laughs) I was hungry. And then had dinner, which was steak. Yes, I've been eating lots of steak. (laughs) Um, It was actually leftover steak. I brought some of the steak home 
all the way from Atlanta and ate that with some chili that my husband made with no beans, just pretty much the spices and some veggies. And that was that with a little lettuce and a little salad with blue cheese. Anyway, I'm not giving you my whole diet here, although I am. <laughs> Sorry about that. I'm just trying to say, wow, there is power in discipline. And discipline is not a word that I enjoyed, that I appreciated, that I liked. As a matter of fact, I hated the word. Discipline to me was like disciplining a child. You need discipline for studies. You need discipline for exercising and discipline in your diet. You need discipline, discipline, discipline. And it seemed like a punishment to me. Total punishment. I don't want to be disciplined or discipline myself. I go into the definition on my video that will be coming to YouTube. So if you're not a subscriber to YouTube, get on out there. Just search Kendra Von Esch. Subscribe. Like and share and comment. The more that that happens, the more people get that feed, that video on their feed. And I think everyone could really learn to love discipline. I mentioned this before. I'm sure you've seen people that you've admired who have discipline, who you are amazed at what they do. And let's think about discipline in the terms of spiritual life. The discipline to pray, the discipline to spend that time in the morning with God before you do anything else. Maybe it's discipline of daily mass or the daily rosary or certain things that you do every day. Could be the chaplet. It's very biblical. It's very Christian to be disciplined and obedient. Yes, to the word of God and his commandments, but also in our life as we seek to improve. That was the definition, both morally and there was another word that I am, that's escaping me right now. But it was to improve us like emotionally and morally. I'm, ah, I can't remember the other word. All you got to do is get out there on that inner web and look up discipline meaning. And you'll see three, hopefully. And they're great. They're wonderful definitions that we can all, you know what? I'm just going to look it up. Because I've got my laptop right here. Let's see if I can do this. Okay, while well, this is booting up, because I think it's important. And you'll get it. You'll get it later, too. Okay, so I was more, more than shocked how I didn't feel deprived. I didn't feel like I... Oh, what is the word? Okay, here's the definition. I didn't feel deprived. I didn't feel like I was upset or, oh, woe is me. I should be taking full advantage. I felt great. I felt empowered. That's a wonderful word. And I felt free. Discipline. Here are the different definitions. 
training expected to produce a specific character or pattern of behavior, especially training that produces moral or mental improvement. That's the other word, mental. Wow. So discipline is training. It's supposed to create a specific character or a pattern of behavior in us, especially if it produces moral or mental improvement. I mean, hello. The next one is control obtained by enforcing compliance or order. And that makes sense because we should comply with God's commandments. God's world is fully ordered. It's not disordered. It's us who disorder things and have disordered relationships with people and stuff in our lives. And the third, controlled behavior resulting from disciplinary training. Semicolon self-control. Hello, that is the spirit of God. Self-control, temperance. That is proof that you have God's spirit in you. So the next time that you are faced with a disciplinary action on yourself, start changing your attitude and know that you can be that witness to someone, that you can be that person that someone looks at and envies and says, wow, I wish I could do that. There's more ways than just living virtuous lives that we can be witnesses to God and witnesses to the spirit of God within us, exhibiting self-control and taking hold of the bad aspects or the poor or the weak parts of our lives and making them strong. And transforming ourselves in front of people's eyes with God's help. I thanked God. I thanked God. I thanked God. Like, wow, Lord, I must have walked by that buffet of stuff 10 times yesterday. And never was there this overwhelming desire. Thank you, Lord. Are you truly transforming me? I believe so. Because guess what? I listened to my body as well. I wasn't hungry. So why would I eat? That's another thing. Just because it's there? Just because it's free? We have a lot of things that we need <laughs> that we need to sometimes relearn in our minds and to have a different attitude toward change and discipline because the more of that we have in our lives the better off we're going to be the more free we're going to be the more empowered we are going to be. And then you will realize that that stuff sitting on that buffet, whether it be alcohol or sweets or, you know, coffee stuff, whatever, because that's a downfall for me. I love like 
big oopy goopy <laughs> cups of coffee with milk and just a bunch of junk in it. You know, it's like a dessert in a glass or a cup. But to know that none of that stuff had any impact on me. It's the mind, body, soul. And the paying attention and, and realizing how stupid, remember that stupid temptation podcast and video I did? How stupid those temptations are and how silly it is for me to ever think that I would be deprived walking away from that junk. There wasn't one thing there, minus fruit for someone who's not keto, that I would have ingested that would have been actually good for my body. Those sandwiches, our processed crud, the, you hear me almost say the C-R-A-P, <laughs> crud, that's how you stop your language, by the way. As you're saying it, hopefully you're hearing it and then you can change it. <laughs> anyway, none of that stuff was good for me. And if I ate it, my body would have been trying to get it out of itself, oddly enough. All right. I just wanted to leave you with, I'm heading into the doctor. I hope to find out my blood work. I was actually fasting during the blood work. So I was two days into my five-day, nine-hour fast. So I'm interested to see what that's going to be like and to see what my doctor says. So I will report on that tomorrow. I tried to look up the test today. It wasn't in the system. I had to go take the blood over at a place called Quest, give the blood. You remember that a couple weeks ago. And nothing. Like I log in and I don't have anything. It's like I never even went there and I don't even exist. So I really hope that I have something at the doctor and I can come share with you because I'm sure lots of you are curious. And that sometimes is the one thing that people need is, well, what do the tests say after you've been through all this? All righty, everyone, let's close this out with a prayer in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, we breathe you in, Lord, the Holy Spirit, every breath, the spirit that we want, the one with all of the virtues, the one with the beautiful fruits, and the most important one we want is temperance, self-control over our thoughts, over our minds, over our speech, over our deeds. And we ask for you to transform us and to help us love, discipline, and obedience. And to see and experience the power and freedom of being disciplined and obedient. Lord, give us all an opportunity today to exercise discipline and to Thank you when we go through that process and we see how silly those temptations are and how much freedom there is from turning away and doing what is right. Mary, take our left hand. Holy Spirit, take our right. Guide us and lead us towards Jesus' sacred heart so that we can rest our head there all day 
calling on him, fighting with him, thanking him and praising him. Guardian angel, please guide us, lead us and protect us. Give us the messages and all you holy angels and saints that we need throughout the day. Help us be love and joy and give us peace throughout this day. In your name, Jesus, we pray. Amen. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Okay. Discipline is good. Control is pretty cool. And the more you do it, the easier it gets. Day 12 of the new year. And it honestly has felt like I've been living this way for a half of a year. I don't, (laughs) I don't know how to explain it. I really don't. But I definitely can see and feel and I'm, I am engaged. That is probably the biggest word. I'm totally engaged in every aspect of my life, mind, body, soul. I get it. I've got to get back on my catechism in a year. As of today, I'm three days behind with my travel. I'm not carrying that 900 page catechism with me (laughs) on the plane and everything. I already had to pack 20 of my books to take in my suitcase. So yes, I've got a new focus after the doctor. Hope to come back, do a workout. I've taken a little bit of a break so that my muscles can heal. And now I know I need to get back. It's just paying attention. What do I need? What do I need to take a break from? And every day is a new assessment of what's going on with the mind, the body, and the soul. It's really, really cool. And I hope that you are finding these things in your life too. Okay, everyone, I love you all. Find something more with God. Some discipline and obedience. (laughs) Have a blessed and inspired day.